15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, giveth thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. What do you do if uh, someone comes to you and they're like, I don't like my partner anymore? Like, I just, I love them, but I don't like them. Like, the little things that they do annoy me. Have you ever had anybody ask you that? It's actually funny. I'm thinking about it and I've never had someone come out and tell me that in the, you know, in verbatim in that regards of, I don't like my partner, but I love them. But what I would say to that type of client is, you know, okay, well, let's talk about it. Like, what don't you like? You know, why don't you like it? How long have you not liked, you know, those type of, uh, is it the actions? Is it the partner himself? Um, and, and let's talk about how you've communicated to, to your partner. Have you truly communicated or have you, what we were talking about earlier, have you just been nagging? Have you just been, you know, um, arguing? Have you just been lashing out? You know, what does that actually look like? Um, but a lot of people, it's, it's interesting because a lot of people can truly, truly love and be in love with their partner, but not like their ways, not mm-hmm. like not like the certain things that they do, right? Those are two different things, right? Those are two different things. I So if we go back to that for a second, there's something that you said. How long do you, th- I mean, I guess it's never appropriate, but like, how long do you think if someone is like, hey, I need you to do this or I need your help with this. I've been trying to tell you I need this. I've been trying to tell you I need that. And then it turns into nagging. How, if this question makes sense, like how long, should you keep asking and trying to effectively communicate before it should turn into nagging? I really don't think it probably should ever, but do you like how long? Yeah. But how long should a person keep that up? Yeah. There should never be any nagging because that's not communicating. Right. 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 Like how many times do you have to ask? Yeah. It's too much. And so that really does depend on, like we were saying, different people, different, um, expectations, different situations, right? So I wouldn't say like, a, you know, oh, three times and then that's, and then it's done. Because right. again, remember, if you are communicating in the way that you need to be communicated with, and that is not the way that your partner needs to be communicated with, you can talk until you are blue in the face. Again, I have people come to me all the time. Oh, I talk to him. We speak all the time. I told him 10,000 times. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. We're, we're taught how to talk. We're taught how to speak, but are you actually effectively and efficiently communicating with him? Are you, are you waiting, um, until he's decompressed from work to be able to where he can receive what you're saying, or are you yelling at him as soon as he walks through the door because you're sick and tired of it? You know, are you, are you trying to communicate with him when he's literally playing a video game or are you waiting until you guys are at the dinner table and it's just you two and, and, you know, he may have had his sip of scotch or what have you, and he's eating his steak and, and then you're like, Hey, can, you know, can we talk? 
Um, have you prepared him that it's going to be a conversation that you, you really need him to listen into? Or did you just sit down right next to him while he's watching his, uh, you know, Monday night football and start talking and, and running off the long list of things that you want to talk about? A lot you have to, you have to wait until halftime. he's not paying attention and he's ready to talk and a lot of times we you know we're like oh well I'm ready to communicate this is what I want this is what I need so this is what I'm going to do and I'm like okay so how's that working out for you so far you tell me it's not it is doing it the way you want to do it when you want to do it how you want to do it is that working out for you because if it's not working out for you, then I think that we need a new game plan. Right. Do you think that applies to both emotional wants and needs and then like minuscule things like helping around the house? Like if, so say if I'm asking Katie, hey, uh, you see the dishes in the sink, could you do them instead of just like sitting around? Or do you think that your method applies to just the minuscule things like the dishes and stuff or more like, I don't like when you do this, this and this, I feel like I'm not being paid attention to and stuff like that. I think it would apply to everything. Yeah, that's an excellent question. I would say yes. And one of the things that I just realized during this entire conversation, one of the things that we are only talking about is verbal communication. We're not talking about written communication at all. And so I want to talk a little bit about that because I have clients that are not the best verbal communicators and that's okay, right? We don't have to be the best verbal communicators. He realized that the best way to communicate with his wife was by writing down his thoughts and his feelings and what he was going through and then reading them when he was ready to communicate. And so- may also be a different strategy. And that's something that we work with in regards to, you know, sessions of like, maybe this whole verbal thing is not actually the best way that you can communicate. So maybe the, we need to do something like an email. Maybe we need to write letter. Maybe we need to, you know, write down everything and then verbalize it. You know, not everyone is an orator, uh, orator, orator, or sorry, using a Google. word that I- <laughs> you know not everyone's auditory right you know like so that means like verb you know like hearing and stuff like that right sometimes you need to follow up with a text message or an email or written something right so people can see you know like see read that whole way of learning and and ingesting the information right a lot of times we think oh well I said it how come you didn't hear me well not everyone receives the information just because you receive it by hearing doesn't mean that everyone else is going to receive the information by hearing and right. you so that's the thing about communication is you need to communicate your needs wants and desires in the way that your partner can hear you right do you so like this is why i when i find it funny just the women, like we're, we keep going back to the mom Facebook groups, but they're just so funny. Like they'll be yes. like, I keep asking my husband to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, honey, write it in the list form then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I shouldn't have to. Well, I feel like, you know what I mean? Sometimes if you haven't tried it, why not try it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So speaking of the mommy groups, what, so I think there's a problem with these women venting about their relationships. What, how do you feel about 
women or men. There could be dad, daddy groups on there too. We don't know. What do you think the problem with these women coming to these large groups of other women with their marital problems? And I feel like they are looking for um, validation, validation Mm -hmm. that they are right in how they're feeling. But I'm like, have you spoken with your husband or wife or whatever about how you're feeling? Or are you just coming to the internet looking for val- looking to validate your own feelings, but never communicating with your partner these feelings? And to piggyback off that, I feel these women are doing it. They'll be like, I'm just here to vent. And then they'll list everything that they think is wrong with their marriage. And I'm like, you're just fueling yourself. Right. Uh, and then a month later, they're like, I'm here to vent. Again, or like, or like you're the same for, shit. Yeah, a divorce lawyer because you have all these people who have literally know nothing about your relationship, or just people that run to social media instead of their partners and looking for that validation and looking for. I feel like it fuels them. You're like, I knew I was it right. Does. Yeah, I knew I was right. Look at all these 300 comments, people telling me that I was right. Yeah, what's your opinion on just basically like running to social media? Yeah. So this is so funny that you say this. I know that you two follow me on Instagram, but Mm -hmm. I literally just talked about this like two weeks ago, probably about the echo chamber. Do you, do you, do any of you ladies, do you, I don't remember remember that. Yeah. I don't remember that. One of the things that I said was, um, uh, in regards to people literally doing exactly what you said, except not just on, on social media, I, I said it in regards to even going to your best friend, going to your mom, going to, I remember you talking about this now. Do you remember? I remember now. If if you're going and you're seeking advice, but you're not truly seeking advice, you are seeking to be validated. Yes. You're not actually truly seeking for someone to give you true, honest feedback. You're not seeking advice. You are seeking an echo chamber. That's all you want. Mm -hmm. You don't actually want anyone to call you out on your shit. You don't want anyone to actually give you the honest to God truth. You want someone to to do the circle jerk. You know, you want something. (laughs) You don't, you don't deserve that. You blah, blah, blah. Oh, you're right. They're wrong. Blah, 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 blah. This, that, and the other. There are a couple of people I can say, I'll speak personally. There are a couple of people in my life that I know that if I want the honest, honest, honest to God truth, they will give it to me straight. No fucking filter. They are not, and they love me, but they will not hold back. They are quick, quick, quick to put me in my place but there are a lot of people that go to their best friend their mom their this their that social media because they just want to be told how right they are how perfect they are how the other person's a meanie and a monster and you shouldn't deal with that and you shouldn't but guess what there are only two people that know what's really going on in that relationship and those are the two people that are in the fucking relationship right, right. and a lot of times when we are going to those people or social media, you know, complete strangers, a lot of times what we're doing is we're only telling our side of the story, right? So they're not, you you know, no one's hearing about, oh, they're hearing about how your partner uh, blew up at you, but they're not hearing how they said the same thing to you 20 different times, right? Before they blew up. 
disrespect you. You know, they're hearing one side of the story of the woe is me and I need to vent, right? But they're not hearing the whole perspective of what actually is going on in the relationship. And so that is something that I deal with in my sessions all the time with my clientele because I, I tell them, you can get advice from your fucking trainer and your best friend and your mom and this, that, and the other, but guess what? Are they professionals in this? Right. Are they professional? Are they bringing their own trauma and their own baggage to your conversation? Right. Are they bringing, um, not their like personal perspective, but their drama and their own baggage? Like, oh yeah, well, I remember when this happened to me. Well, it's not about you. Right. About my relationship. You know, this is, this is not about your failed marriage. This is about my relationship, but you're bringing your trauma and your pain into my situation to, to validate me right? And to make me feel better. Right. And so that is why it is so, so, so important to get a non-biased opinion, a non-biased expert opinion and not your mom, not your dad, not your best friend, not the internet, not, you know, your Facebook group that, oh Jesus, I deal with this all the time. It is so, so harmful. It is so damaging because then all of a sudden, like you said, Justine, you walk away feeling I am right. All these people agreed with me. They, you know, pumped me up. I know I'm in the right. And then you go in and you go back into your relationship. You already are on the the defense. You're like, right, right. You're wrong. I'm right. All these people just backed me up. I know I'm right. And so you can't hear. You can no longer hear because you are going into the situation automatically pumps the fuck up on steroids of being validated and saying, I am right. You're wrong. And if somebody like comments disagreeing with you, like telling you, hey, maybe you're not right, you get attacked. Oh, they attack us. Then mommies Uh. come at you hard. Mm -hmm. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Like one of the biggest things we see is women will come on there and be like, I went through my man's phone and I saw that he had been watching porn or he follows this bikini model on Instagram. What do I do? Not go through his phone anymore? Uh, Right? Me and Katie are always like, okay, you just said you hadn't had sex in a year. Okay, first of all. It's so like maybe the porn's okay just a little bit and you've got the right. women that are like it's an addiction you need to get him in a program right now he needs you, therapy you found a pussy call a priest oh call a God. priest call 1-800 porn addiction he's got a pussy pocket and we're like what the fuck and we're all like hey maybe if you hadn't had sex in a year he just needs a little bit of an outlet or like just like you said just don't go through his fucking phone or like right he follows these women on instagram and it really bothers me okay like communicate that with him instead of coming on facebook for all these women to be like he's a porn addict (sighs) it's insane Or or they'll like they'll say what would you do if you if your husband was following bikini models on instagram and they don't look like you like they're way hotter than I am 
And who cares? The top he's comment still- is always like, my ex-husband used to do that. And now he's my ex-husband. And now he's I'm my like, ex. what the fuck? <laughs> That's like the number one. My now ex-husband used to do that all the time. And like, they'll I- at that. But if I were to get on there and be like, oh, my husband follows naked chicks, whatever. My husband watches porn. It's okay. He's got a pocket pussy, whatever. They're like, oh my God, that's so disgusting. Yeah. I can't believe you let that go on in your house. Right? So what did I just say, right? They are looking for validation. They're looking right. for the chamber, right? And that person that's responding, who's like, my ex-husband, did, what are they doing? They're bringing their own trauma yep. and their own baggage. And they're right instigating right, shit. And instigating yeah. right your right into your relationship but here's the thing i'm not even just talking about the facebook groups that could be your best oh right it's been happening forever since before facebook right it could be your best friend who Mm -hmm. means who 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 loves you tremendously who wants the best for you tremendously they're not doing anything to try to sabotage your relationship right but we all have our own demons our own baggage our own trauma and it is very 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 hard that when someone that you love is coming to you to vent or to to get seek advice it's very hard to not try to say something to relate to them oh well if that was me or when that happened to me well guess what it's not you it's not you it's not you right it's very very hard to separate yourself out of that situation and so so because 99% of us can't do it right that means that we're seeking we're, we're going to these people these force fields that are are only gonna again circle jerk us right and mm-hmm. and make us feel good and make us feel nice and they're not going to challenge us they're not going to push us to see it from the other person's perspective they're not going to really 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 give um effective and efficient advice for right. our situation maybe it's good for them maybe it's good for their situation or who they were with but it may not be good and it most likely won't be for us, our specific situation. Does so, that make sense? Yes. Yeah. To, to kind of piggyback off of um, like your family or friends bringing their own trauma into your problems. Mm-hmm. So what, what would you say? So say you got a divorce mm-hmm. and somebody very close to you doesn't agree with that like not saying that they don't believe in divorce but they don't think that you should have gotten a divorce and they are mean nasty don't agree with it years later still have an issue with it and like can't let it go and are bringing their past into it like like their past is triggering their feelings on your divorce what would you say in that situation I would definitely say to that person like listen I completely understand that you don't agree with my decision but you weren't in my home you weren't in my bed you weren't in my relationship and you know no one signs up for marriage to get a divorce no one does but unfortunately that's where our marriage ended up in And I would appreciate if you would stop bringing up such a painful event that happened to me and just respect me and my decision to move forward in my life the way I saw fit. What great communication skills. That's great. Yeah, I would tell that bitch to shut the fuck up. Right? (laughs) I wish I could be more like my Oshie. 
honestly. Because if someone said, I'd be like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Uh, and then, then we wouldn't be friends out. anymore. Yeah. See, look, there goes the temper. I'd be like. But this is, this is someone like. She's saying a family member, though. You, you know, like. And sometimes we do have to divorce our family members, too. But yeah. I'm just saying, if, if that is not something that you want to do, and, and, and obviously, based off of the question, that's not something that you want to do, then it's, you know, how do you communicate effectively and efficiently that you know, you understand where they're coming from. You get that that's not the choice that they would have made, but they weren't in your marriage. They weren't in your bedroom. They weren't in your house. And so they don't really know what really went on in your relationship. And so you're all you're asking, you're not asking for them to agree with, but you're asking them to respect you and respect your decision. That's great. I'm going to deliver that advice to someone. Well, actually, so we actually asked and we have a couple of questions for you. Yes, I was looking that up now. Yeah, from like, yeah. So we have a couple of questions from Okay, so this one, actually 50 people have the same question. They liked it, so. You're Mm -hmm. lying. No, I'm dead serious. Like 50 people have this same exact concern. I'll read it. Where did you ask that? A mommy group. (laughs) The mommy group. So this woman and 50 other women want to know, how do I stop looking at sex like a responsibility and let myself look forward to it and enjoy it? Literally, the second my husband mentions it, I feel super tense and stressed out. I hate having the get it over with mentality. And I feel that hard. And so do a lot of other women. I can tell you right now, Katie hasn't refreshed it because it's 190 women like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I'm just talking about the other woman who commented underneath of it. Oh, yeah. And then 190 people liked it. Wow. I didn't look at that. Wow. So I think it's like I could be thinking about it all day and be like excited to do it. Mm -hmm. But when the time comes, I'm like, mm -mm." no, like tensed up. Like you ain't getting in there. Super dry. (laughs) Dry. Not the, not the well, that's the noise she did. I assumed it yeah. was dry. The Sahara down there, like you ain't getting mm-hmm. in. Well, Sahara, and like I don't know why. Like why? I so, just... are we talking about you personally, or are we going back? To yes, you? like when this woman's. Well, this is what she's saying. Like when it comes time to actually do it, like mm-hmm. it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Like the mood, like like a, a switch is flipped. And we just Mm -hmm. don't want it anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is something that is, well, and you can obviously tell because so many women ask the same question or liked it. This is something that's super, super, super common. And especially, and I do want to make this very, well, especially for moms. And the reason why is because so I always like to say that uh, women are more like crock pots and men are more like microwave ovens, right? In- Instapots. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the thing is, a lot of times we as women and especially mothers are so, so, so focused on 10,000 other things, right? The kids, dinner, um, you know, our friends, maybe we're fucking working on top of that too. Then you have this guy who comes in and he just wants like to suck up the little mental space and the physical space that you 
that you really don't even have to give, right? Side note, this also goes back to our love languages because I can guarantee you someone whose love language is physical touch is number one. They're not the person who's asking this question, right? Because yes, I agree. To feel love, right? To feel that connection, to feel love. They are, they need that physical touch. They need, you know, the passion. They need that intimacy in regards to the physical way, right? So a lot of times these women who are feeling this way and 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 feeling so stressed out when it comes to sex, this is why the love languages is so crucial. I guarantee you, I guarantee you that their love language when it comes to physical touch is either a number four or number five for them. It is so low for them. And so they don't crave it. They don't need it in a way that, you know, other women and other people whose love language is physical touch, number one or number two, that they crave it and that they need it, right? Because someone whose love language is number one or number two, it doesn't matter how stressed they are. It doesn't matter how exhausted they are. Guess what? They want to have that intimacy and that touch to to de-stress them, to feel love, right? To feel that intimacy. And that's why it's so important to know your love languages and where they rank. Because right. you, you may be feeling that way. You absolutely may be feeling that way. But if your love language is not the touch, and it is very low mm-hmm. and it's very low on the bottom, then guess what? You're never going to, when you're stressed, when you're anxious, you have a lot on your mind. The absolute last, last, last thing that you're going to want, need, desire. I agree. This one? And then like also being like touched out. Like if physical touch is at the bottom of my list, and my kids have been touching me all day. I don't want to be touched anymore. I could have been looking forward to having sex all day, but now that it comes down to it, my kids have been on me all day, and I don't want to be touched. And I don't also, touched. like, I don't want to hold hands. I don't want extra kisses. Right. I don't want to give you a massage. I'm I'm out of it. I, right. I need, I, I'm done. And also, I think like another thing that plays into it is. Like this being self-conscious about our bodies and like there's a million things that can be done. Hi. Hi. And a million things on my mind. Like I just don't want to do it. So shit dries up. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Women tend to be, and I always say the words, you know, tend or, you know, things like that, because not everyone is the same, right? But women Mm -hmm. tend to be more mental. And yes. so ah. they are not there, they not get there. They tend to be, right? Right. And like, I feel like for men, you say one word and they're ready to go. Instapot. Because it only takes 10, like six minutes to cook a chicken in an Instapot. Yeah. And you need four hours to cook it in a crock pot on high. Tommy is an Instapot. Here's a good, I don't know why this one made me like, not last, but she was, how do I get my husband to understand that I don't want to give him a BJ all the time? And the more he asks, the more turned off I am. (laughs) I don't know why it made me laugh. Where is that? I haven't read all of them. This one was an hour ago and someone was like, oh my God, I'm so here with you. (laughs) It's so so funny. So one of the things that I would ask that person is, all the time 
what does all the time mean to you, right? Right. Because if all the time, does that mean once a week or does that mean, you know, once an hour? Like, what does all the time mean? And, and then, so why does he have to ask all the time? How often are you actually giving him fellatio, right? That he feels the need, desire to ask over and over and over and over and over again. Right. Maybe he really likes that. Like, that's the thing that, you know. Like that's his love language. Not his love language. Not like know, part of it. The physical Maybe not. Okay. Like, maybe that's... you're just not doing it, right? So so that's also a thing, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe it's the communication style of, you know, really communicating like, hey, I don't particularly enjoy this act. I know that you do. So let's compromise. What does that look like? You know, like in your relationship, maybe that looks like, you know, fellatio happens four times a month. You know, like whatever. I'm just saying, like, let's actually truly communicate about it instead of just saying no, 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 no. Why don't you hear him out? Why does he need that? Why does he love that? Maybe you are the best that he's ever had. You know, maybe that he just wants to feel that intimacy. Maybe you guys are not um, having penetrated sex. And so he really likes fellatio a lot, you know, and he's saying he's trying to meet you halfway. So that's where the communication you can't just be so like stuck in your, you know, no compromising because again, mm-hmm. relationships are about sacrifice and compromising. You can't be selfish. You can't be selfish. That's true. Yeah. Uh, another more women want to know um, how can they increase their libido after having children? Cause I relate to that. Like sex drive is gone. Absolutely. Like- it's non-existent. Absolutely. So the first thing that I say to that is give yourself some grace, right? You don't have to have the same sex drive that you had, you know, um, five years ago where you just want to hump everything every five seconds, right? Give yourself some grace. Your your body is going through these huge, 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 huge hormonal changes and that it is going to take some time and some grace and real compassion with to be able to have um a higher libido or going back to where you were before right our bodies do these miraculous things right so don't try to force it don't try to you know put yourself down because the more that you're doing that the more you're getting in your head if you say if you keep on saying i have a low libido i have a low libido i have a low libido well guess what you're going to continue to have a low libido right right? you're going to talk it into existence absolutely so like for me like Tommy I'll try and initiate it and in my head I'm like no no I don't want to no Mm -hmm. and then like we'll either do it and I won't really enjoy it or I'll just be like no it's not gonna happen but I find if I if I don't get in my head Mm -hmm. and I'm just like all right let's do it it's great Mm -hmm. absolutely I think like a big thing is you just have to get out of your head Absolutely. And women tend to have a very hard time getting out of their own head. It's taken me a long time, like a long time to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. But absolutely. And that's why I suggest things like meditation. I suggest things like, you know, trying to take a bubble bath, a really hot shower. I suggest things like watching porn together couple reading erotica together as a couple to get your mind in in into the 
I suggest mutual masturbation together as a couple. You know, there are other intimate things that you can do as a couple to get yourself, you know, kind of there mentally to be mm-hmm. able to have the actual act of, you know, um, penetration. Here's another one that was kind of liked a lot. Um, how do I get my husband on board with doing it more without feeling like I'm nagging him for it and him feeling nagged at? I realize I'm the outlier here. I have a really high sex drive. Um, she's not an outlier. There, That is a huge, 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 huge stereotype that you know men want sex more than women. That's a huge stereotype. There are women that have extremely, extremely high libidos. I know in my... Um, in, 99% of my relationships, I have had the higher than, uh, than my partner. Um, so that is a huge, huge, huge stereotype. So what I will say is communication, 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 communication. And I want to know what his love languages are. Because I am very curious about him not wanting sex as much as as much as her, right? Is it the fact that he's working, you know, 60, 70 hours a week and he is just mentally, emotionally, and physically exhausted and he just doesn't he's not in the mood for it? Because that can happen too, right? That's not just a woman thing. Right. Um, is it just the fact that his love language, physical touch, is really not high up on his list. And so that's not what he needs to feel loved. That's not, you know, that's not a high priority for him, right? Um, I would really be very curious to seeing his perspective in regards to that. Um, and I wouldn't necessarily jump to, oh, he's cheating on her or, um, or, or he's not attracted to her. I wouldn't necessarily jump to those things. I would absolutely start with the, why is he not sexually, you know, interested? And, and where is that coming from? Where is physical touch on his love language? And where, where is his mind? Where is his emotional state? Because if you, even for guys, if they are not like just there, then they can't perform well. They, they can't. They can't perform well because um, they can talk themselves out of a great performance sexually as well, right? So it's really about um, compassion on the wife's part, right? And really trying to communicate effectively and efficiently her needs, wants, and desires. And so what does that look like? Maybe her physical touch is her number one. But like, listen, you know, this is the way that I need love. I do feel rejected when you don't, when you don't want to, you know, make love to me that does feel like rejection. It does feel like you don't love me. And then understand where his needs, wants, and desires are as well. AKA hire my Yoshi guys. I don't know where you are, right. but she does virtual sessions. <laughs> you guys should hop on together. I'm just oh, going to like is- tag you in these comments. I'll drop your yeah. Instagram handle. This oh, is a really good one. After being cheated on, how do you repair and be ready to enter a new sexual relationship? That's a big one, I feel. A new sexual relationship or a new relationship? They said she, spe- she specifically said sexual. I feel like you so- have to gain that trust with that person. Mm-hmm. Okay, one- do you want to hear the comment, sorry, that someone left for their little suggestion? Oh, yeah. I- yes. Jump right into sexualizing your relationship. <laughs> but do it for you and not for anyone else. That, re- that mindset has really worked for me. So jump right into sexualizing the relationship. I mean, I guess if that's all you want out of that relationship, but unless like if all you want is sex from that person, 
then sure, maybe. But like, if you're really wanting, like, an emotional and sexual relationship, I think you need to get that trust first. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was great advice at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That's why I wanted to read that first because I was like, even at to me, that's not great advice. No, no, I don't think so either. And so one of the things that that advice kind of reminds me of um, in regards to my clients and in regards to even some of my friends um, that I see is the um, shoving down your actual pain and emotions. So what is that? um, What is that that common phrase that everyone says? They say, get over it, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, get over it. Oh, I got over it. Well, I don't say that in my sessions. I say, how can we get through this together, right? Get, getting through it. A lot of times we have learned to bury our emotions, bury our pain and not really, really deal with it, right? So I guarantee you what's going to happen is that person that hasn't dealt with being cheated on, that person that hasn't dealt with the broken of trust, the broken of commitment, yeah, they may bury that down, right? And they may feel like, oh, I'm healed. I got through it. It's fine, Right. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if they don't deal with it in a real, real, real way, that shit will pop up sooner or later in some other way, in some other dynamic. The Band-Aid's going to fall off. Huh? The Band-Aid is going to fall off. Oh, absolutely. And it's going to come back. Absolutely. I've dealt with people who have thought that they've dealt with their trauma and their pain from their previous relationships and they did not. And guess what? It showed up in one way, shape or form. Eventually, eventually it will fucking show up. You have to deal with your pain. One dick, one pussy, one dick, one pussy. It may feel good in the moment. It may feel like you're getting over the relationship, but you're not. You're just burying it deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And guess what? You will be dragging those fucking bags, those Louis Vuitton bags, luggage, or whatever situation that's going to happen. It will pop up. For sure. All right. Do we want to? I think we've been excited for like two hours. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is my, guys, I'm really excited for this part. Mayoshi is going to do a little show and tell for us. If you guys didn't know that Mayoshi um, is a pure romance consultant, so she's actually going to give us a little show and tell on her part. Oh, yay. Really excited about this, too. Um, so I didn't know what to show you all, but I was thinking about really good gifts for mommies. I was like, okay, well, this is a mom podcast, you know, although anyone and everyone should be listening to this because this is actually really good fucking information. Yeah. Uh, But I was thinking, I was like, what kind of gifts would I give to my moms? Right. So we're going to start with the lubricant type stuff and then move into the sexy stuff in the bedroom. Okay, so one of my number one top selling products, absolutely hands down, is just like me. It's a water lubricant. All of my are not just um, pH balanced, so that's really, 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 really important. pH balance, pH balance, pH balance. You don't want to throw off your pH balance. Um, this pH balance, it's water based. It's good for oral, vaginal, water, and toy play. 
The only time you don't want to use this lubricant is for play. Fun fact, uh, you only want to use silicone-based lubricants for play because it stays on top of the skin instead of soaking into so are for long last play and for anal play. But, mm-hmm. Justine, you might want to mute yourself. Okay, again. Sorry. <laughs> All he's, I'm hearing he's is walking. a chip, a chip. I'm so sorry. He's he's walking away now. <laughs> he's walking away with his cheese. And if you guys missed that, she said uh silicone for anal play. Because it doesn't absorb into the skin. Um the next product is really for my couples. So I'm going to be showing you products that are great for single um, play and then also for couples. So this one is called O. It's a sexual enhancement cream. So if you are one of the people that we were talking about earlier that may be having a, a lower libido or you don't orgasm as easily, then this is going to be a great product for you. It's a tiny bottle because you only need a tiny amount right on your clitoris. And it's actually strong enough for you and for him. So you can actually put a little bit on his penis as well. And it's going to just produce stronger, longer lasting orgasms. And quicker orgasms as well. And who doesn't want that? Um, so this is specifically what I decided that I had to show for my mommies. Um, this is literally a body soak. It lavender chamomile and it has... CBD in it. All right. Mm. CBD. So it's going to ignite all those calm feelings. If you, so if you're someone who uses CBD, then you already know. If you've heard about CBD, then you already know it's not the THC. So that is the, that's what's going to get you high, right? So it doesn't have that. It's the CBD. It's going to just relax your body. It's going to just relax and have like a really, really nice soak. So I absolutely recommend this for my mommies. Um, and it's, I mean, it's literally amazing. And you just put a couple of scoops inside your bathtub. It's like a Calgon take me away, but for- That sounds good. <laughs> it's really nice. Yeah. Um, and if you've used CBD before, then you know like how effective it is. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Um, this is one of my top selling products It's actually called basic instinct. The reason why I wanted to show this is because it's a pheromone infused, um, roller ball. So we all have pheromones. It's the bow chicka wow, wow, right? The thing that, you know, makes us, you know, sexually attracted to the other person, mm-hmm. but what you can use pheromones for is to ignite a sense of calm, right? So for my ladies and my men, it is unisex. If you get headaches, if you get migraines, this is really good for like putting it on the sides of your temples. It's really good for a calming effect. So I have a lot of people who, um, who like if they have like the terrible twos, they have like tantrums. I have a lot of people who are like teachers with younger kids. They will put this on and it has like a calming effect around the, um, the little ones that, that they're with. Right. They'll like put it on and then like they'll hold their child you know, and it eases like, like that. Um, so that's a really great thing. Pheromones are really, really, I mean, we produce them all the time. So it's actually going to smell different on every single person because it's okay. a different. So that's basically So if you are someone who just had a kid or even if you didn't and you want to have a tighter like vaginal canal, people talk to me about that all Oh, you know, um, I want to be tighter. I want to be tight. Okay. So this next, 
for you. And this is your Benoit balls. Have you ladies heard of the Benoit balls? Never heard of this. Isn't this what Nadine used? Oh, girl, I, I thought Nadine had like a bell. Did, do these help with like uh, your pelvic floor? Absolutely. Like strengthening? The, okay, this is the shit that I need because I be peeing myself all the time. Absolutely. So if you're, if you, if you laugh at me or if you're someone who um, sneezes and they tinkle on themselves or what have you, your pelvic floor is, is a lot looser than, um, than it used to be. So you want to put, you want to have these balls and it comes with this like very cute little case. You think that's like headphones or something in there, um, but they're weighted. They're weighted balls that you put inside of yourself and then you do your Kegel um, exercises on them. And just like any type of muscle, when you're working it out, it's going to get tighter and tighter and tighter. So that's what you use the, um, the, do you use those laying down or are you supposed to be sitting up? Sorry. Oh yeah, absolutely. So that's a great question. So I do a whole like, um, training, like Kegel training and exercise with people Mm -hmm. of how you should start and then where you should get, because what, what you should end up being able to do with the Benoit balls is being able to walk all around and have the balls stay inside of you without falling out. So you should be able with these Benoit balls, once you get up to there, right? Once you get to to that stage, you should be able to walk around with like no underwear on and be able to just do, 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 do do your thing and them not fall out of you. Absolutely. Katie, we should do a challenge to see if we can do it. Because that's tight. That's how tight it's (laughs) Yeah, that's how tight it will get. Listen, I'm about to walk to Katie's house and they're still going to be in there. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is definitely, if you are someone who, who's, I want something tighter, I want it longer lasting, then, then the Benoit balls are absolutely crucial for you. Um, For my ladies and for my men who want to kind of have some fun in the bedroom, reignite some passion in the bedroom. I love the coupon book for lovers. It's so fun. Love those. It's so easy. You know, um, it's showtime. Present this coupon when you want a a private strip tease. I just think that these are so cute for like Valentine's Day anniversary. You have a dinner for two. So you have some spicy ones, you have some mild ones, and then you have some, you know, sexy ones. And I just love that. Look, bubble bath for two. It's just very cute. I love these. Um, Pucker up. This coupon entitles you for a five minute knock your socks off mind blowing kiss. You know, I, I love that. And it's so cute. And it's so fun when, when both people are, are, you know, invested in this and they do you really think those do would they- be good for like the low libido women to kind of like maybe make it a little bit fun. Yes. Uh, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's like, actually a really good in, idea. Like Absolutely. turn it kind of into a game or something, you know, a mm-hmm. little coupon book. And that's what I say, both people have to be invested, right? Because if both people are saying, you know what, I really, you know, let's do it. Let's really do what the coupon says. And, and you know, maybe we, we gave each other a coupon once a week or, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if both people are willing to do it, they both have to be committed to doing it. Then it, right. it does, does. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a cute idea. It's so fun. It's so fun. Um. And like I said, it's mild and wild things. So you have like really, you know, great ideas. So let's, um, this next product I'm obsessed with. I love it so much. It's called In Good Hands. 
And this is for my people who love a good massage. You see these little nuggets right here. You see all of this texture right here and the little fingers. It is, it is dual action. So you can use it on the front or on the back. It comes with two in a package. And this is for those people who are really bad at massages or you really love a deep tissue. These knots are gonna get all of that stress out of your shoulders, out of your back, out of your feet, out of your calf muscles. It's really great. Um, I sell these like hotcakes because who doesn't want a really nice massage? And like I said, you can use it both ways. Now, another way that I use this and that my, um, that my clients actually love it is I use this instead of a loofah. So if you want a nice, uh, oh. like you want to like really have, you know, have your, have your soap, have your, um, shower gel on this bad boy and then lather up on your body. Oh my God. Have it on both hands and then use it instead of a washcloth, use it instead of a loofah. Now yeah. A really nice exfoliating shower. These are super soft. It's like this very high end, high grade silicone, super, super soft, great for massage and great for your exfoliating um, shower. So I usually sell these like two at a time. And I say use one for the, you know, massage and keep it in the bedroom and then keep the other one just in the shower at all times. And then I just do a buy one, get one half off type of deal for them. Those are cute. Mm-hmm. And, and it, I mean, it's unisex because who doesn't love a good, you know, massage or a good like exfoliant in, in the shower. And the thing is, because they're they're like really big, so it can really fit any any size hand. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about them having the open ended fingers, too. Right. So like the man can actually fit, you know, his, right. his hand in there. So this is for my ladies who want to spice things up in the bedroom. We have our handcuffs. Yes, 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 yes. There they I go. Love these handcuffs. The reason why I love them is because they're not just handcuffs. They can be used for the ankles as well. A lot of um, handcuffs, they are really made for like smaller people, but this one literally has the whole, like all the way down at the bottom. So this is absolutely unisex. You can get your man's big behind um, wrist in there, <laughs> you know, that big ankle in there, have tied up to the bed. Woo, you're gonna have some fun. These for are the pegging. Soft. <laughs> for the pegging, yes. <laughs> yeah, the pegging. Um, if you don't know what pegging is, you should look it up. Um, but what's really nice about these is that they're soft. So it's great for long lasting play. A lot of times we put handcuffs on and our, our wrists start to hurt a lot. You know, so this is uh, again, a high grade silicone. So that's not going to happen with that product. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to take it a little bit extra spicy in the bedroom after the handcuffs, then we have a nice little crop for you. Oh, look at that diamond crust. Oh, that's, that's cute. That's look at Katie. <laughs> Who doesn't love a diamond encrusted that. crust? Ooh, that's cute. This is sexy. And you have this, this little flick right here. So then that's it. Just a little, little flick. Oh, so flick. it's not like, it's not like, ow, ow, ow. Yeah, I guess no. you can. It's just to add a little spice. And even the, right. um, even the, the, you know, the rod part, it's super, super, super soft. So this is really great for, for light uh, impact play. 
Um, this is for my little BDSM 101, you know, people who want to just, an, you know, add a little extra spice into the bedroom. And again, I mean, who doesn't? This is stunning. That's cute. That's, real That's cute. really cute. We it's love really, that. I also love that really great for my, again, first timers, because you have a little wrist thing, right? So you can like really actually have control over the flicking because you're holding it, right? Right. It's not going to fly out of your all right, so let's get to some buzzing items, right? Because that's what we're here for. <laughs> uh, that's that's really what you, you ladies actually wanted. Um, so first, let's get to our dear old friend, um, the dildo, right? So the dildo is different than a vibrator. A dildo does not vibrate. That's really all that it means. A dildo mm-hmm. is really great. Um, our dildo is waterproof, so you can use it in a bathtub, puddle pond, I always say. No, whatever type of water, and it is massive. So you're welcome. Is it suction cup? And it's suction cup. So Look at that thing. It's gonna stay. It's nice, thick, girthy. You can suction it right to your bathtub, and you can be riding it all night with your bath salts. <laughs> with your bath salts. I mean, it's gonna be a good time. You know. You <laughs> and you're you're good to go right um this is also really great i have people buy this if they want to um practice and learn how to uh be better at giving fellatio and like hand jobs and things of that nature to be able to practice um this is great if you are in a relationship if you're not in a relationship you can use this for pegging purposes you can use this to be double penetrated so if you don't want to actually have another person in the bedroom you can have mr uh hey mr dj right here so (laughs) your your partner is um penetrating you vaginally and you want this anally or vice versa you can have that feeling of feeling full and feeling girth um in both holes we're getting into the spice now it's getting spicy (laughs) it's getting spicy if you don't like this turn it off yeah (laughs) you should have turned it off after the writing crowd i hope my mom's not watching <laughs> she watches every episode beforehand, right? Like, if you don't like this, turn it off. Yeah, you like it after Mr. Dependence. <laughs> yep. Oh, by the way, if you don't like this, turn it off. <laughs> yeah. This is your warning. <laughs> don't go any farther. I promise you, it's actually not as bad after that. <laughs> that was just, we wanted to hit you with the initial shock. Yes, and then yes, it's like, like okay here you go you know right. double penetration you know? <laughs> <laughs> so look at this cutie look at this cutie so this is going to be our rainbow vibe this is going to be just like literally one and done it just has like um you just turn it on and just by twisting it and you can the more you twist it the higher the speed is it is just so cute I love this I call this my girl on the go if this is someone who is traveling or you want to put this in your overnight bag, if this is some, you know, you may need to orgasm because you have a long, you know, commute and you're sitting in traffic and you just need to do it while you're sitting in traffic. This is really good for my college students as well. If you are like, if you still want a great vibrator, but you want, you're on a really, 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 you know, super low budget. This is great for you. Um, I love it. This is great for vaginal play. 
this is great for if you just want to, you know, circle right on, I do this, if you want to circle right on the clitoris, it's really great for nipple stimulation as well. And this is the only toy that I'm going to show you that is battery operated. Um, everything else is going to be waterproof and rechargeable. Um, so this is great whether you are in a relationship or whether you are a single gal. Um, this is, is actually my top selling couples toy. It is my panty uh, uh, vibrator. It comes with a remote control. Ooh, that's <laughs> interesting. All right. So this is uh, this is that uh, that vibrator that you've seen in, in those movies where someone has something. The ugly wearing. truth. That's the what made truth, me think yeah. of. Yeah. Yes, and the the other person has the vibrator. This is going to be that vibrator. It has the wings. The reason why is because it's it's magnetic. So it snaps to the bottom of your panty. It's waterproof. So you can actually use it. And if you want to be in a jacuzzi or anything like that, it actually works very well underneath water. Um, if you can see, this is literally on speed one, by the way. Just I can see it, yeah. Um, but what I love about this is that this works, the remote control works up to over 30 feet away. Lord. So you can literally be in the other room. Katie's face was like, wait, what did she say? <laughs> yes, yes. So you can be watching TV and then your man is cooking for you and he just busts out the remote control and the next thing you know, yes, that's how this works. There you I go. love it. But what I also love is that you can use this on yourself. Like, let's say you just want some hands-free orgasms and you don't want to hold your vibrator. Okay, well, snap this on you know, wear your underwear, snap it on, and then you just have the remote control for yourself. And so Bam. that's why hey, it doesn't have to be a couple's toy. You can use it on yourself, hands-free. Maybe your hands are busy, you know, cyber-sexing. I don't know. Maybe your right. hands are watching porn. I don't know what you're doing. Maybe you want some stimulation with your hands and you don't want to have to worry about, you know, doing everything. Again, it's super easy. It's literally one button, one button, super easy. Anyone can do it. Um, I love this. I sell out of this constantly. Um, the next toy that I'm going to show you is one that actually a lot of people know. It's actually a top selling toy, period. Um, it just so happens that Pure Romance has bought the rights to be able to sell the toy. And it is the womanizer. The womanizer. <laughs> If you have heard of that suction toy that every woman is raving about, you put your clitoris right inside of here and it does that suck, sucking. So it stimulates, um, it, it uh, simulates um, cunnilingus. If you are one of the 85% of women who need clitoral stimulation to orgasm, get this toy immediately like immediately this is my top selling toy again it's rechargeable it is waterproof you can read the reviews about the womanizer it is phenomenal it is a guaranteed orgasm you're welcome follow her on instagram guys she does post a lot of reviews for these from her clients mm -hmm. absolutely Have you used, did, isn't this what you just bought justine yeah haven't i haven't i don't haven't because i came home and like went right to sleep sorry i'm like so <laughs> I'm so boring. I wish I had a review. Give us one tonight. No. Gotcha. It's okay. It's okay. 
you don't you're not so boring i mean you're you're exhausted and you're tired and that's and that is completely understandable but we will be looking for that review all right got you guys do not worry very soon very soon um, and the last toy um last but certainly not least is what is actually top selling toy which is the main attraction so these are for my women who love that clitoral stimulation and also that G-spot stimulation. If you've never had a G-spot orgasm, then I always, always, always recommend that toy, um, this toy. If you have had it and you love a G-spot orgasm, I recommend this toy. This is great. It is actually 20 speeds. I am going to Jesus. put it up so you can really see the power of it and see how fast <laughs> It's literally going so fast that you can't even fully see it. Oh, okay. yeah, we see it. Though. Yeah, you it's like blurry. It. Yeah. <laughs> this toy is definitely going to get you there. And what I love about it is that we consulted with doctors. This is actually the shape of the vaginal canal. So what happens is this is the vaginal canal. You have the the toy hitting the clitoris, but the, those ridges right there are hitting your G spot. And so what's happening is when we um, as women are pulsating, when we are sexually aroused, what's going to happen is that we, we do this clenching motion, right? We clench, we clench, we clench. But what happens a lot of times is that we can push the toy out because we've clenched it, right? But what happens with this toy is that we can try and every time the toy tries to go out, it's only going to be rubbing our G-spot more and more and more. When we clench down, we're clenching down on this really, really small piece. And so the toy doesn't actually leave our body, right? This is a toy that warms to your body temperature. It's waterproof and it's rechargeable. And it's literally my top selling toy for a reason. Like it is phenomenal. Well, you guys, thank you for that show and tell. That was awesome. Thank you. Um, I'll send Tommy links to everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. No. Just, thank you again, Mayoshi. I just wanted to ask if anybody had anything last to add in. So what I would say is if any of the uh, people that see um, this this podcast, which it should be literally everyone. If you are interested in getting any of those products, um, if you just tell me that you saw the show um, and you mentioned the um, the show to me specifically, then you will get a discount and a free gift with your order. Ooh. So do not go through my website. Do not go through my website. You have to reach out to me directly to get... Um, uh, actually some of the items are so limited edition that they're not even on my website. So you do have to get them from me anyway, but in order to get the free gift and in order to get a discount, you have to order directly through me, not my website. I'll put that all in the description box guys. So don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. This was so fun as always. I love our episodes together. I know. Can you tell people where to find you? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So my Instagram handle is romance by Myoshi, M-Y-O-S-H-I, romance by Myoshi. You can also find me on Facebook or romance by Myoshi. Um, I have a business page. You can find me through Google if you Google romance by Myoshi. Um, and you can also email me romance by myoshi at gmail.com 
and we'll put all of that. Well, not we. Justine will put all of that in the description. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you again so much, Mayoshi. We had the best time today. Thank you. All it right. was a lot of fun. It was amazing. Until, Thank you so much. Until the next time, guys. Bye. Sexy. Bye. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. We need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. Because old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. This new year, we need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's still ours to win. Start different at GoDaddy.com.